0: Good morning, Sower Nation. It is Wednesday, the last day of August, August the 30th,
1: 2023.
0: I'm J.D. Walt. I had to think about that for a minute. And this is your wake-up call. You know I have to wake up every day, too, just like you. We have to wake up every day from sleep, like physical sleep, and we also have to wake up from the slumber of our spirit, of our soul,
1: and um, every single day.
0: And it's why we say at the beginning with this prayer of consecration, wake up, sleeper. Rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on
1: you. Jesus, I belong to you. I lift up my heart to you. I set my mind on you. I fix my eyes on you. I offer my body to you as a living sacrifice. Jesus, we belong to you. Praying in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today's
0: entry is entitled, Can You See Him? And our text is Acts chapter 3, verses 12 to 16. Hear now the word of the Lord. When Peter saw this, he said to them, Fellow Israelites, why do you stare at us as if by our own power or godliness we had made this man walk? The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob The God of our fathers has glorified his servant, Jesus. You handed him over to be killed, and you disowned him before Pilate, though he had decided to let him go. You disowned the holy and righteous one and asked that a murderer be released to you. You killed the author of life, but God raised him from the dead. We are witnesses of this. By faith in the name of Jesus, this man whom you see and know was made strong. It is Jesus' name and the faith that comes through him that has completely healed him,
1: as you can all see. The word of the Lord. Now
0: consider this, one of the most amazing features of this encounter with Jesus at the gate called beautiful is what Peter and John did not do. I mean, I can tell you what I would have done. I would have said, sir, what's your name? Well, actually, I would have probably scraped up what change I could find anywhere around me and given it to him and moved on. Staying with my earlier answer, after getting his name, I would have said, Name, would you mind if I put my hand on your shoulder and pray for you? Then I would have prayed something like, Lord Jesus, would you help Name and bring him your help and healing and provision? Would you convince him of your love for him and help him through these difficult days of his life? Would you restore him in every way and make a way for him in this time when there seems to be no way? We're praying in Jesus' name. Amen. Did you notice this is exactly what Peter and John did not do? They didn't get a knee and pray for this man. They actually prayed into him. They stood in the stead and in the name of Jesus himself and spoke miraculous healing into him. This scene was an encounter with the risen and ascended Jesus Messiah, Lord of heaven and earth. Something even deeper happened before the big fireworks. Maybe it was an even bigger miracle. Peter and John saw this man. One of the things the text makes clear is everyone knew this man. The problem is no one saw him anymore. Here is a baby who never crawled, who was born without the ability to move his legs. Here was a boy who never played games with friends in the alleyways, who could go nowhere and had to be carried everywhere. Here was a young man who longed for the kind of life and enjoyment others experienced, but who lived in the shame-filled wonderment of what he had done wrong or what curse had been passed down to him to rob him of life. Here was a man who had become an object of pity, hardly a man at all, nameless, almost faceless, a that guy people felt sorry for, whom they could feel better about themselves by flipping him a coin, until in time they didn't feel anything at all. And yet they saw him every single day because a few people dutifully carried him to the very gate of the house of God, but no further. The gate whose reality for him defied its name. Beautiful. Here was a man who had nothing and nobody. No warm family, no caring community, just a man who was born into misfortune and whose God-given life had felt only God-forsaken. We can all smell him, but can you see him? I can't help but think of those four friends in Capernaum who sprinted across town to carry their paraplegic friend to the house where Jesus was teaching, tearing through the roof to get him in front of the rabbi. This scene at the beautiful gate was shaping up to be a far cry from
1: that one, until this happened. Peter looked straight at him,
0: as did John. Then Peter said, look at us. So the man gave them his attention, expecting to get something from them.
1: The bigger miracle? Peter and John saw this baby, this boy, this
0: man. And they loved him. They didn't see an object of pity. They didn't see a problem to be solved. They saw the image of God. They didn't see a nameless person defined by his disability. They saw a messianic prophecy about to be fulfilled. And they sensed the Messiah himself rising up in them with healing in his wings. Love was about to transform into power. Then will the eyes of the blind be opened and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then will the lame leap like a deer and the mute tongue shout for joy. Water will gush forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert the burning sand will become a pool. The thirsty ground bubbling springs. The word of the Lord. Isaiah 35, 5-7. <clears> to <throat> The prayer of transformation. Lord Jesus, I am your witness. I receive your righteousness and release my sinfulness. I receive your wholeness and release my brokenness. I receive your fullness and release my emptiness. I receive your peace and release my anxiety. I receive your joy and release my despair. I receive your healing And release my sickness. I receive your love. And release my
1: selfishness. I receive your vision.
0: And release my blindness. Come Holy Spirit. Transform my heart. Mind. Soul and strength. So that my consecration becomes your demonstration, that our lives become your sanctuary. For the glory of God, our Father. Amen. And the question, are you moved in the way Peter and John were moved? By the very compassion of Jesus physically dwelling in your physical body, Will this movement become a sentimental feeling, moving you to pity or the source of salvation? Will it move you to pity, or will this movement become the source of salvation for others flowing through you? What do you see when you hear the words, look at us? Journal the complex feelings and thoughts flowing through your mind and heart now. And for our hymn today, we're going to sing a favorite, This Is My Father's World. It's hymn number 19 in our Seedbed Hymnal, our great Redeemer's praise. We'll
2: sing all three verses. This is my Father's world, and to my listening ears, All nature sings and round me rings the music of the spheres. This is my father's world, I rest me in the thought Of rocks and trees, of skies and seas, his hand the wonders wrought. This is my father's world, The birds their carols raise, The morning light the lily-white Declare their maker's praise. This is my father's world, He shines in all that's fair, In the rustling grass I hear him pass, He speaks to me everywhere. This is my father's world, Oh, let me ne'er forget That though the wrong seems oft so strong, God is the ruler yet. This is my father's world, why should my heart be sad? The Lord is king, let the heavens ring, God reigns, let the earth be glad.
0: Remember singing that as a kid in Sunday school, week after week at times. You know, that also, that tune, it, it just harkens to, I think it's the Hobbit's tune in the Shire, the Song of the Shire, one of those soundtrack songs of those movies, The Lord of the Rings. You know how
2: it goes. na na Na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na. I love that illusion
0: whether it be there or not. Well, this Wednesday today I am heading back to Kentucky. I got to go up to Kentucky today. We're going to have some meetings up there. We're 6 months out from the outpouring, the celebrated outpouring of the Holy Spirit at Asbury University. And we're going to meet together with the kind of core team that can't say we can't say we led that. (laughs) We didn't we didn't do anything to make any of it happen. We we just sort of stood in a circle and prayed together and tried to keep our hands off of it. Just kind of felt like that text today as I read it, I just sort of Felt like that. Why does this surprise you? Why do you stare at us as if by our own power and godliness we did these things? Oh my gosh. Guys, Jesus did so many things through so many people in those 16 days. And uh, it, was, it was and is and continues to be a marvel. And it's not something that happened. It's something that is happening. This thing is unfolding. It's, it's happening in London. It's happening in New York City. It's, I believe it's going to happen in Gillette, friends. So it can happen anywhere. It's just the presence of Jesus through the people of God for the sake of the world, right? That's the church, the presence of Jesus in the people of God for the sake of the world. Wow. Well, I'll be in Kentucky. You pray for me. I will get to see my two sons, David and Sam, so I'm looking forward to that. Hoping they're going to class and chapel and all the things that uh, you do as a student there at Asbury University. And uh, I'll be coming back Saturday in time to preach on Sunday, and yeah, lots of, lots happening. Too much for me to keep up with. I can't, I'm not keeping up well. I need your prayers. So let's, let's call it for today. We got to get out there on the field. I've got seeds. You've got seeds. Listen, these seeds aren't going to sow themselves. Let's put them everywhere all the time. Everyone we meet, everywhere we go, sharing the extravagance of the gospel of the kingdom of Jesus. I'll see you on the field. For The Awakening, I'm J.D. Walt.
2: We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed.